rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. All righty. That's the button. Yes. Hello. What's up, guys? My name is Tara Devlin. Thanks for hanging out. This is unapologetic liberal talk, and we meet here whenever the hell I can goddamn have a show. So thank you for your your flexibility and your support. One day we will have a daily show at a set time. That's the goal. So in order to get there, I can't do it alone. We're this is really a a, a it's your show. It's our show. So um, that's it. Become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. And I see Haiku in the chat room. Nice to see you. And thank you, um, yes, for your script. <laughs> we will, uh, that'll be the new intro. It hasn't gotten done yet, but it will. Thank you, Haiku. See, it is a community show. Haiku wrote the uh, open for a, uh, the new VO, because there is no more RDT Daily. And so we need to update it. And, yeah, I appreciate that. I can't do it alone. I can't. I really can't. All right, here comes the cat already. Come on. You coming up? Come on. All right. Tara Jr. Jr., everybody. He's been... He's been really... I don't know. He's been um, yelling at me a lot. And I'm trying to figure out why. And then I'm... He's only... He's, he's not quite 10. Well, actually, he's 10 now. April. What's the... Oh, yeah. He just turned 10. April 15th. Aw. Are you okay? And I thought... What's wrong with him? Maybe... Because I thought... Does he have dementia? But he's too... He's too young. Oh, man. Poppy's on the chat. Poppy. I... I didn't set up the phones. I would have you call in. Next next show, okay? Because I've been thinking you haven't been on the show in a while, Poppy. So, so this is what goes on all day. The cat just... What is going on? What are you trying to tell me? Is Timmy stuck in the well or something? What's happening? All day, he's just screaming at me. So, uh, that's what I wondered. I thought, because cats um, and, uh, well, animals... All animals, human beings too, of course, get can get dementia, but he's too young to have dementia. And that's kind of a symptom of uh, dementia. When the female, felines get older, they cry a lot. But I don't know. I don't know what the hell is going on. Does he have a urinary tract infection, Poppy asks? I don't think so. I couldn't. I can't. He's not. doesn't have any symptoms of that. He's just... Uh, I don't know what yelling at my at me all day it's not like I not feeding him all right so we'll just have to hope he settles down a little bit all right listen 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 guys thanks a lot for hanging out tomorrow we're not going to have a show but because uh Joe Biden's going to do his speech and um yeah there you go. And Saturday, I think the show might be on at 6 p.m. I'll have to check my schedule. But listen, you I'm, I know you're here. Okay, let's, I figured let's do a show. It's probably going to be around a two-hour show tonight. So um, I, 
that's I'm just giving you a fair warning. It's we're going to stick to around two hours, but anyway, I miss you guys. I do. Thank you, I do, and thank you for your super chats. Oh my God, already haiku right out of the gate. Not only is he writing scripts, he's he's a patron and also a super chatter, prolific super chatter like Jim. Thank you, Jim, for your super chat. All right, let's talk about a couple of things that um, are really irritating. <laughs> Not just Tara Jr. Jr. I know, it's getting on my nerves, I must admit. But then I, because th- part of me is like, shut the fuck up. And then the other part is like, well, one day I, I will miss my cat and I'll be crying and missing and wishing he was screaming in my face so I'm trying to figure out what the fuck is going on but alright um, this is the thing it's okay. let me let me focus here let's start off look, first of all let me put the cat down <laughs> you hear you hear him all day sit he'll probably just continue to scream Tara, please, no, sit. Oh my God, I don't know what to do. Sit, come on, sit over here. You hear him, the way he talks to me? Do you hear this? Do you hear this abuse? Stop, what's going on with you? I don't like this part about you. All right, um, let's talk about, let's see. Okay, this is what's bothering me. Um, First of all, I'm so, if I never hear the word woke again, it will be too soon. The um, incessant lecturing now, see, the anti-woke contingent, it's not just on the Republican side, but uh, they're also in the Democratic Party, and the thing that is tediously boring and annoying, which is the thing called James Carville. Who the hell cares about James Carville? This person is somebody who is responsible. He's one of the corporate Dems who made Trump possible, whose work through... Uh, whatever his corporate his corporate lickspittleness created helped create helped the republicans create a country with the widest income gap where the american people live check to check 80% of the american people live check to check that's a disgrace thank you james carville okay because it's the likes of him in the democratic party that gave us the situation that we're in now. Make, I mean, really, make no mistake. Yes, Democrats, there are good Democrats, in my opinion. But the whole system is corrupt. It's, it's money, bribery, built right into the system. So, okay, hold on this I know what is it sit honey sit 
All right, let's start off. I'm so tired of being lectured about wokeness. In my opinion, what is wrong with being awake? God damn it. Now there's the search for the superior moral justification for being asleep, being a sleepwalking dupe, not giving a shit. It's the updated version of, uh, of PC, of course, and it's also coming from the Democratic Party, this anti-woke nonsense. And, the, and um, it's the, the new, it's really a refresher, uh, a rebranded hippie punching. That's what it is. So James Carville wrote an article. I don't know. I'm not trying. I'm thinking which article should I start off with? Let's, uh, I don't know. Because there's a funny, let's read this first one. Let's just go the, with the uh, first one. Because some f- effing guy, this is where, it, where it's come to in this country. All right. Not, so while the Republican Party is actively destroying democracy, this is what they're doing, everybody. We know that. They are all over the country. It's not just in Georgia. It's all over the country. They are destroying the, uh, the, uh, the ability for people to vote. That's, this is what they do. They are fundamentally an anti-democratic party. Small D Democratic. And I, I, the other thing that is so frustrating is that, like I say, being a Republican means never saying you're sorry. They don't even have to say they're sorry for an insurrection. So we're supposed to listen to them now. So they could commit, they could incite treason. They could commit freaking treason, and then they could come for our voting rights and, and set up obstacles for voting. And everyone, it, we're all supposed to go along. The corporate media goes along and lets, lets this unfold as if they are a legitimate party. There should be no other question with these people with the Republicans, except, um, what's the question? Um, it's not really a question. It's the, the question should be, um, why are you a traitor? How do you expect us? It's like as if you're, if it's like when you're in a bad relationship, right? Hold on a second. starting to scream that's what happened then Tara Jr he walked away he doesn't like the screaming I I, I get it but um, it's like when you're in a bad relationship and something happens and then the other person wants to just go go on like nothing happened and you're sitting there like wait you just effed my best friend or whatever it was whatever it might be right and you now we're supposed to um, have Thanksgiving dinner with my family as if nothing happened. And this is the, what we're supposed to do in this country now. Being a Republican means never saying you're sorry for treason, for inciting a violent mob that tries to stop. The, I mean, this is what they do. 
They are. Um, the uh, as the FBI said, the that the American people are in the greatest threat to the American people are right wing terrorists. Right wing, the uh, our own homegrown terrorists. So, all right, hold on. I'm spitting. I'm screaming. All right, let me ex- rest. Breathe a little. Breathe. Okay. <laughs> this is. I saw this article. I'm so sick of everybody i don't know i i say it to my and then i was like on this dating app and looking at the fucking people i want to look i don't want to look in my neighborhood i want to look for somebody in goddamn new zealand because i gotta get the f out of here okay oh whatever okay um so this is from gothamist (laughs) disney wields the woke scalpel to scalpel excuse me to a grown man's dreams so, okay, this man, all right, where the fuck is it? I'm trying to find, I, I should be more prepared, I know. But you have to uh, forgive me, because it's just me, and haiku, at, and on occasion, writing scripts. Let's see, Disney, I can't find the article, Disney, where the fuck is it? This fucking guy. Okay, here it is. From the Tampa Bay Times. I love Disney World, but wokeness is ruining the experience. I mean, you would have to think for a second, is this real life? That's what I thought when I looked at this. I was like, where the F do I live? I live in a country where right-wingers are running rampant over this country destroying the constitutionally limited democratic republic that so many fought, bled, and died to entrust to us. And the biggest problem, I mean, we're, 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 not, we're no longer the COVID capital of Earth, thankfully. Thanks, but we would be if Twitter was in office. Don't worry about it. We'd be giving India a run for its money. That's for sure. But this is what we're all worried about. Anti-wokeness. The search for the superior moral justification for being a prick, for being an asshole, for being a douchebag, for not giving a shit about anybody else but yourself. That's what this is. This is what's so wrong with this country. So this stupid man, and you got to see his face. Here it is. I love Disney. But wokeness is ruining the experience. Wokeness? Are you, are, you a, are you a child? Wokeness. Why is wokeness ruining your experience? What are you... Are you so fragile? Yeah, liberals are all supposed to be so... We're supposed to be so fragile and so triggered and such snowflakes. But then we have this... There's no more fragile, little, whiny, little bitches. But the American right wing, that's who they are. They're so goddamn easily triggered. But of course, that's, and it it is completely um, expected because they are masters of psychological projection. 
they only whatever the they accuse i mean it's really it's a nazi tactic too to accuse the your opponent of the very thing of which you are guilty so but that's who they are okay so this guy here i guess we could look at his stupid face Oh, who is this? The editor's note. I didn't see this. The Orlando Sentinel posted this column on Friday, which provoked quite a controversy. Yeah, because it, it provoked people saying, are you a grown man? Or um, are you ridiculous? Th- those are the questions. Yeah. Including a tweet from... I didn't see this. Let's see. From... Democratic State Rep. Anna Escami. So this adult man from Las Vegas is mad about Disney removing racist characters and animatronic rapists from their rides. Did I get this right? Yep. Well, they like to... They can't handle that the world is evolving and it will continue to evolve without them. And they can't evolve without them fast enough, frankly. These are people, they are so triggered. They're so fragile. They can't, ex- they can't accept that other people are tired of being caricatured. Oh, I'm so sorry, you, you pudgy white man, that your dreams were dashed by Disney and Dr. Seuss. That you were, you were so wedded to people being be- portrayed as less than human. And how that tickled your fantasies. I think you'll get over it, though, right? You would think. But here's somebody. Now, we're living here in, um, in a sick effing country where the majority lives check to check. People are dying Needlessly, people go bankrupt because they get sick. And this, this pudgy white man with this tacky yellow shirt and the Disney figurines, he has enough time in his pudgy white boy life. No offense, I mean, no, try not to fat shame and whatever the fuck. I don't give a shit. I'm fat shaming his soul. But he's... He's got enough time in his life to sit down and pen an editorial about something so ridiculously inane. This is somebody's, you know, uh, uh, is this your contribution to a culture? Right? I mean, get, this is what you're going to die. This is your passion, right? This is what you've got to get on your soapbox about? That... Disney's wokeness is ruining your fucking fantasies? What's your fantasies? That you're the top of the food chain? Jesus Christ. Here, let's read it together and let's enjoy. Um, let's enjoy this, the experience. Okay, my family and I have been loyal Disney customers for decades. We vacation at Disney World every year. We take a Disney cruise every year or two. Shut up! Already! You white privileged prick! Oh, that's not good enough for you, right? 
People are living check to check, bitch. <laughs> and this guy is complaining. Oh, what's the matter? You miss blackface? Is that it? Um, we take a Disney cruise every year or two. So we all have to listen to you. I go, well, I guess the corporate executives. Consequently, we spend way too much money in Orlando. Well, you got a, a little too much time on your hands. How about you use your time in this limited lifespan that we have? The time that you'll never get back. Instead of fantasizing about Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, why don't you do something? For your fellow man. This is what somebody's passion, right? They're so passionate. They were so upset. Meanwhile, look at all the shit that's going on in this world. And this is the problem? That people are woke. That somebody might take an extra second out of their limited lifespan to think about somebody else but themselves. To be a little bit more respectful. To try to be a a better person. To be a better neighbor, better citizen. Oh, that's that's the problem, right? Fucking Jesus Christ. No wonder this country is so screwed up that, that... I, 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 it's so, I mean, okay, it's so, um, distressing. Everything that the Republicans, everything conservatives, you know this son of a bitch voted for Trump. There is no doubt. Absolutely no doubt. No Democrat, no normal person, no progressive No democratic socialist, no normal person would sit down and write an op-ed like this without a sense of irony, without a hint of, of, you know, um, self-awareness. The only way somebody would write an op-ed like this with... uh, who's normal they would it would just be a joke oh my god unfortunately i am strongly rethinking our commitment to disney whoa wah effing wah please don't help somebody please get those get those offensive characters back in there before this son of a bitch pulls the plug. What are we going to do? The more Disney moves away from the values and vision of Walt Disney, the less Disney World means to me. Disney is forgetting that guest immersion is at the core of its business model. When I stand in Galaxy's Edge or Fantasyland... I know I'm at a theme in a theme park, but through immersion and my willingness to set the real world aside, something magical happens. Oh my god. Somebody need I mean I, I swear to God. I don't know if I hate some I, I do I feel hate for this person. Something magical happens? 
Holy shit. I wish something magical would happen. And these... These tedious conservatives would grow the fuck up. And... And evolve. Come on. Join the party. Join... It's not that bad. Right? You don't have to be such a douchebag. You really have options. And, and everything is there for you, right in front of you. You have options. You don't have to be like this. this there is no excuse for this kind of inanity. Is that a word? Recently, Disney announced that cast members are now permitted to display tattoos. Oh, my goodness. Well, first of all, and I looked up the Disney because I knew I was going to talk about this, but I looked up their policies that the tattoos, it's not like they, they could um, display a tattoo that said uh, uh, no fat chicks or, um, you know, 88 for Hitler's birthday or something like that. You know what I mean? Or Nazi SWAT stickers. They have to be, the tattoos have to be. Um, you know, acceptable. So I don't know what your, what is your problem? It's not like S Snow White's going to have a teardrop eye, uh, a teardrop, a friggin' eye tattoo or a neck tattoo. Right? This is, this is really not a problem. Display tattoos, wear inclusive uniforms, and display inclusive haircuts. I, I doubt, I, I highly doubt that this fucking idiot would even know unless there was a, and some kind of announcement about it. He wouldn't even know. It's not like they're going to have uh, S Snow White or Sleeping Beauty, or whatever, or friggin', I don't know, whatever princess. I, n I was never into princesses or anything, unless, you know, whatever. <sighs> Disney did all this in the name of allowing cast members to express themselves, which is also a stretch, because that's not really true. They said that... Everything has to be within the boundaries of... It's sort of like when you're in the military, okay? You can wear... You can have a tattoo, but you can't have Nazi tattoos. You can't have racist tattoos. And they have to be not um, visible in your uniform. So you can't have them on your hands, on your face, on your neck. And it's sort of the same thing with... Um, with Disney's policy that this fucking, uh, this, this guy who clearly is, it's, he doesn't need to go to Disney to l be living in a fantasy land C because he dwells there 24-7. This is somebody that makes me sick. That makes me, it may, somebody like this who is so unconscious, so out of touch, and this is, he's the exact reason why people like him are the reason why that we're in the boat we're in. That we, they can get away with what they get away with. Ugh. 
The problem is, wait, here is it. Uh, the problem is I'm not traveling across the country and paying thousands of dollars to watch someone I do not know express themselves. Of course, the center of the universe is a crowded place filled with Republicans. But you see, he's make as all Republicans do, they're making a problem. He's making a problem where there isn't a problem. This is not a problem. Do you think that this idiot would have known if Disney didn't, I don't know how he uh, found out, I guess it was in an article that Disney relaxes some rules for the cast members, but no, no there is no, um, th- they, there would be no problem. There is no problem. Well, what he says, the problem is I'm not traveling across the country and paying thousands of dollars to watch someone I do not know express themselves. I am there for the immersion and the fantasy, not the reality of a stranger's self-expression. Oh, my God. I do not begrudge these people their individuality, and I wish them well in their personal lives, but I do not get to express my individuality at my place of business. How dare this guy? I mean, this is why. This is why, you know, uh, you know, when George Bush said they hate us because we buy houses. No, they hate us because of people like this. I hate us because of people like this. What's next? Is Disney going to end the rule barring on stage cell phone use by cast members? Okay. Does it, this sounds so typically Republican? This is what they do. And Republicans, they really know who they're talking to when they're out there bullshitting, pulling their bullshit, pouring their bullshit into, into our society. They're talking to people like him, and he's eating it up like a baby bird with a friggin' beak open. More broadly, like many corporations, Disney has been politicking, oh, politicizing, excuse me, it's business. Full disclosure, (laughs) what did I say? I am a Christian and a conservative Republican. You didn't have to tell us. We know. Because nobody, no normal person, no normal person would sit down and write such a tediously inane article. Oh my god. Holy Christ. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Errol Thomas, for your super chat. Republic Clowns, please accept the fact that your hero Trump is still a loser. Yes. Thank you. And thank you, JD, for your super chat. Princess Tarabuster, thank you. Yes. I wish a princess. That would be a good job, right? How do you get to be a princess? Oh, you got to marry a prince. Oh, well, that's out of the question then. Um, all right, here we go. This guy, I swear, I, it makes me hate humanity. You know, I try to love humanity, and then this happens, and, and it go, I get take two steps backwards. <sighs> God. Regardless, 
corporations have always made politically motivated decisions, usually. Oh, wait, let me go back one. More broadly, like many corporations, Disney has been politicizing its business. Oh, poor wah, 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 freaking baby. I'm a Christian, conservative, whatever, Republican. So the people who run Disney and I do not see eye to eye, which means you're a racist, right? Is that it? You're racist, you're sexist, you're a, you're a bore, you're a dupe, you're a traitor. And, and you just like the fantasy, the fantasy that sort of like, well, Republicans live in fantasy, like a tax-cheating, draft-dodging con man, serial bankrupt con man with a fake university and a vitamin scam. That's a successful businessman, right? That's the fan. They, they live. He already lives in fantasy land. Well, he don't need Disney. This is, but there's something wrong with him. But it's, it goes to show you, just like I say all the time, the, you, you got to be sick. There's something wrong with you. If you are a Republican, okay? I'm not saying you got to be a Democrat. You could be a normal person. Normal, it's, it's normal people, Democrats, liberals, democratic socialists, normal people, progressives v- against conservatives, really. I mean, then th- it's the normal people and then the conservatives. But scratch the surface of any conservative, and there's a problem. They got problems. Yeah, you know, not that I don't have problems, but... Some of the, I mean, their problem, they are sick. There's something emotionally and um, intellectually stunted. They're not mature. And this guy, he takes the cake. He's a grown-ass man who's upset that somebody, what? They changed the policy. They changed the policy. And this fucking guy, he's got, this is how much time he's got. No one, I mean, because this is why Republicans are unfit. They're unfit. Unfit to hold leadership is unfit. This guy's unfit. And I don't mean physically, although that is the case, but he's unfit emotionally, mentally, spiritually, mature. He's not mature enough to, to get it. So, of course, being woke uh, is uh, way over his head. What's woke? I mean, I'm so sick of that term, woke. This is what they've done, Republicans. They try to search, search for the superior moral justification for selfishness, right? That's the age-old, that's uh, Justice Lewis Brandeis quote, uh, famous quote. The modern conservative is engaged in... Is it Justice... Not Justice Lewis Brandeis. That is... Who is that? That is uh, John Kenneth Galbraith, right? Um, The modern conservative is engaged in one of mankind's oldest pursuits, the search for the superior moral justification for selfishness. And here we go again. The search for the superior moral justification for being a douchebag, for not giving a shit about anybody else but yourself. But that is selfishness. This is just another 
um, iteration of it. The search for the superior moral justification for selfishness. That's what being anti-woke is. What do you mean woke? What is wrong with being woke? What is woke? Oh, so letting people uh, live and let live. Um, having some respect for other people. Opening your mind. Broadening your worldview. What the F is wrong with that? Well, that's too much time and energy. Who, who's got time for that when you're busy storming the Capitol? Or g flying off to uh, Fantasy Island? They live in Fantasy Island, you see? They live... See, this is why we need to split this country up. There is no doubt in my mind. When the, we... I don't know if you guys, you probably heard, the Supreme Court, for the first time in decades, is taking um, a uh, Second Amendment case about concealed carry. So here in New York, where I live... We have some of the strictest gun laws in the nation. So now the Supreme Court, because the freaking fascist bastards who, uh, as, uh, you know, Mitch McConnell and the, the AKA the gravedigger of American democracy and the rest of his fascist, anti-American, un-American, anti-democratic, fascist pricks, um, they uh, stuffing the courts with their unqualified lickspittles and lackeys, they're taking the Second Amendment case and it's supposedly about concealed carry. And then here in New York, there, there's all these um, news stories about how this could affect the um, gun law. Of course, it would affect the gun laws in New York because the federal law will supersede the state law. So... Here we have very tight gun laws, and now here comes the filthy fascists to, to what? To fuck us over, to make this country worse. So we like living, I don't, I don't want to live in a country, I don't want to live in a state or in a community where you're walking around like uh, this is the wild effing west. But that's what the Republicans are doing. So everything that they touch, they ruin. They make this country... See, if it's going along too, uh, too well, if people are in danger of finally, perhaps, having some respect for each other and getting along, that's something the Republicans cannot abide. So they got to come in and, dis and, and make it worse. How does... Everybody walking around with guns make a New York a great place. Who asks them? That's what I want to know. But this is the tyranny of the minority, and it's the uh, uh, it's the people like him that I, I mean, really, what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do with these people? They are they are in the minority, but they are whiny and loud. There's less of them. They hate democracy. They can't function in democracy. They don't, they can't be bothered. You know, I mean, it's just too much work to, to see the world through um, somebody else's eyes. Is that it? I don't know. What is wrong with them? But, yeah.
Let me continue with this article. Oh, I better calm down. I'm going to have a heart attack one day. Maybe. Uh, let me see. Where did I go? I hit, clicked the wrong button here. Where is it? Where is it, Attica? Where's Tara Jr. Jr., by the way? Tara Jr. I'm worried about that kid. All right. Everybody chill. Hold on. And while we're chilling, you can become a patron. <laughs> I have to, I got to put it in there. I got to. It sucks. I know. I hate doing it. Maybe one day we will get to the point where we don't have to. Where we have a daily show at a set time. We got enough patrons. All of this is in the rearview mirror. I'm just breathing. Let me see. I want to. <laughs> I'm. I'm reading the your your comments on the chat. <laughs> Let's see. Okay. Well, they don't want you woke because when you're dreaming, you have to be asleep. Exactly. They they don't want people woke because when people who are woke don't fall for their bullshit. They're not stupid enough to, to vote for their own demise. You see, that's what being woke means. You're awake. You've got your eyes open. You're not a dum-dum. You're not a douchebag. Dum-dum or douchebag. You're, you're, you're trying, at least, to be a decent person, right? How, but this guy, right? Does he think he's a decent person? He probably thought he was, what, contributing? This is a real um, scintillating scandal, right? This is something that needs to be addressed. Talk about first world problems. Really, right? Oh my God, this guy, this fucking guy. That's, uh, talk about somebody that is, com is completely out of touch. And that's what it takes to be, be a right-winger. I'm a Christian and a conservative? Of course you are. Conservative Republican. All of the, I mean, I'm not, I know some Christians, okay? I was raised as a Christian, as a Catholic, more specifically. Some people don't consider that Christian, but you know. Um, so I'm not trying to bash Christians. So I know Christians. Some Christians that I know, the liberals that I know who are who are Christian, they are actually following the teachings of the um, socialist hippie who walked around with a bunch of guys giving out free health care. So I'm sure that's the, the Christ, quote-unquote, this guy has absolutely no relation to. His, his Christ is um, probably a gay basher, you know, gay bashing, or now more... Um, apropos trans bashing right that's the latest is um that's their only holy obligation but you gotta think about that for a second because somebody a grown man who is so triggered by disney changing a policy that's somebody that may want to get i don't know get help 
may I, I don't know if all of a sudden all gays turned purple I wonder I wonder what what side of the rainbow this guy would be on it's just a little weird somebody a grown-ass man who collects Disney figure and this is the picture hey I wrote an article for the Tampa Bay Times and that's the picture you submit for your byline like he's got Mickey and there's Snow White and the Seven Dwarves there's Mickey oh and there's a flag Mickey and a flag oh my god god help me do they have people like this everywhere I guess they do the spell is broken okay here we go Unfortunately, where is, where would I, where did I leave off? Yeah, I left off. Blah, blah, blah. Disney. Okay, here we go. Usually, here we go. All right, sorry. Regardless, corporations have always made politically motivated decisions. Usually it's due to a desire to make a profit because that's the only thing that's uh, worth living for, right? But sometimes it is due to the values of the people in the corporation. Walt Disney used his corporate used his corporation to express his patriotism during World War II and his pro-capitalism beliefs afterward. Fuck you, pro-capitalism. Oh my god, if, there's nothing more tedious next to anti-woke whining. There's nothing more tedious than um, filleting capitalism incessantly. I've never seen something that's supposed to be so fabulous that is supposed to be the highest, the top of the food chain, the, the pinnacle of human whatever, economic progress than capitalism, that, but, but needs constant filleting, constant stroking, and... How, how for everyone to know how wonderful and 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 fabulous it is but this person knows nothing about capital what is capitalism please capitalism okay i'm not going off on a capitalism but you know i mean capitalism without regulation is um a monstrosity is the middle passage you son of a bitch that's all that's capitalism oh here he comes here comes my man Come on over here. Come on up, kid. Come on, honey. Uh-oh, he's pissed. Tara, get up here. Get up. Listen to me. Yay, he's up. Uh-oh. What's going on with you? Let me see. Let me see. Is everything okay? Hmm. Makes me wonder. I gotta take you to the vet. He's been to the vet, though. He wasn't at the vet. He was at the vet not too long ago. I don't know. Maybe he's just getting old. Look how cute he is, though. I love him. I do. I do love you. Yes, I do. This is a great cat, everybody. It's probably 
He is, um, he's one of the more, he's sort of like one of a, a one of a kind. He really is. All right. <laughs> uh, let's see, where was I? Walt Disney, uh, shut up. To express his patriotism during World War II. Shut the fuck up. Oh, my God. You see, the thing that annoys me about these right-wingers, too, it's the, they go on about World War II and the greatest generation. Well, the greatest generation voted for FDR's democratic socialist policies and four landslide elections. So shut the fuck up, okay? The greatest generation were socialists. So... They gave us the great prosperity, right? Well, the, at least for the white Americans. Yes, okay. The difference today is that the people who run Disney use social media to scream to the whole world that a decision has been made for political reasons. What is your problem? Disney is in the process of taking the woke scalpel to Jungle Cruise. Gee, I wonder why. Oh, you you don't feel you don't you feel the fantasy is broken unless you see people who are dehumanized and caricatured to, uh, into submission. Trader Sam is out because he might offend certain people. Well, is there a problem? He might, yeah, well, you know, that's called evolving. I know, I, I was going to say you should try it sometime, but that's out of the question. Because he might offend certain people. Well, guess what? You pasty, white, privileged prick. You should be offended by Trader Sam. You should be like, hey, hey, this is, haven't we um, grown out of this shit yet? Just like... Dr. Seuss, the corporation, uh, you know, the capitalist corporation of, that is, the Dr. Seuss um, estate, they made the decision to discontinue f a couple of books. I think it was four books because of their racist caricatures. That was a, a, a capitalist decision in a changing world. So... You should embrace it. What is your problem? Like, you really miss Trader Sam? Like, you the whole fucking experience? The experience of what? Your white privilege? That's not a fantasy. You have white privilege. This article in itself is a reflection of that. That you could sit there and whine that you will no longer see an offensive caricature just says it says it all Trader Sam Disney leaks here let me see Trader Sam may be gone from the Jungle Cruise line where is it who cares fucking Trader Sam he should have been gone 50 years ago Jungle Cruise riders will remember the Trader Sam animatronic character character car, ugh, character at the end of the ride, but Trader Sam has now been removed. 
from the adventure. Instead, Disney has replaced Trader Sam's animatronic with his own gift shop, which will appear at the finale. The Trader Sam character will manage a new lost and found store, which he will, which will be shown in the ride's final scene. So what? Oh my God, the fantasy is over. Let's see. This is Trader Sam. Oh, well. Because, oh, he's got some shrunken heads. I could see how you might be offended by um, them wanting to change with the times or keep up with the goddamn times. Because not only white people who go to Disney, okay? And maybe somebody doesn't want to go to their, they take their family on a vacation to be inundated with raci racist stereotypes because your pasty white privileged ass is triggered. God. Oh my God, the woke scalpel to Jungle Cruise. I mean, you, God in heaven, help us. I wish there was a j God, please. Because I would say it's over, really. Come and get us. I wish the aliens would fucking come already and get us. God. Every grown-up in the room realizes that Trader Sam is not a representation of a, of a reality and is meant as a funny and silly caricature. Well, it's always funny when somebody else is the butt of the joke, right? Why don't we make a, a big, stupid, yellow shirt-wearing uh, freak, Republican goon? How's that? That would be a funny caricature that you meet at the end of the ride. A stupid trump non-mask-wearing, red hat, sporting, triggered, easily triggered, red, white, and blue, friggin' traitor. Wouldn't that be... That, that's a caricature I can get behind. It is no more based in racism. This is what he says. Of course, coming from his perspective. It is no more based in racism than every Disney caricature of an out-of-touch white American dad. Oh, my God. Yes, it's uh, the both sides. Both sides are picked on. Yes, that's it. Except the out-of-touch white American dad, it doesn't have, um, you know, a uh, the history of hundreds, thousands of years of oppress oppression. Oh, my God. The next time I ride Jungle Cruise, I will not be thinking about the gloriously entertaining puns of the skipper. I will be thinking about Disney's political agenda. That's a mood killer. Shut up. <laughs> this is why, guys... This is why we can't have nice things. You understand? This, this is why. Disney pro proclaims that Splash Mountain must change because its association with the Song of the South. Disney owns Splash Mountain so it can do what it wants. Oh, thanks for the clarification and the permission. But if Disney screams at the top of its corporate voice, which is pretty loud, that it's changing to appease a certain political point of view, 
Now, every time I look at the ride, I'm thinking about politics. Well, maybe you should do it. Think about politics. Think about it for a second. Why? You're, why would they change? Why would, why would anybody not want to be um, shackled to the racist past? We're trying to move forward as a more perfect union. So we don't need racist stereotypes to, um, to, 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 to tickle your fantasies. If that's your, what gets you off, honey, you have more problems than I originally thought. The same with the Pirates of the Caribbean. Disney has made significant changes to the Pirates of the Caribbean over the years. Whether Disney caved to political pressure or really thought the alterations were necessary is irrelevant. Pirates used to be one of my favorite attractions. My family would always ride it first on our first day at the Magic Kingdom. Now we do not even ride it every trip. <laughs> Oh my God, this is your problem? I need some sad music. Tara. <laughs> Shut up, Jesus Christ. And strike and strike and strike. That's not sad music. And strike and strike and strike and strike and strike until you. Until you have victory. Wait a minute. I'm trying to get some sad music in here. I know I have some. And strike and strike and strike. Let me see. This is real time producing of the show. What are you doing, Tara Jr.? Wow. Sit down. You sit here. You hear this? What's the matter? What's going on? Huh? What's going on with you? Why are you yelling at me? Non-stop. He comes back. He's like Paula White. Coming back and strike. And strike 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 until you have victory for every enemy that is aligned against you. Here, here, here. Here's, here's some sad music. <laughs> Pirates used to be one of my favorite attractions. My family would always ride it on our first day. <laughs> now we don't even ride it every trip. <laughs> when my family rides pirates now, each of the changed scene takes us out of the illusion. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> they remind us of reality and the politics that force the changes. Can't we all just forget that whole treason, the whole storming of the Capitol, and 
Can we just forget about democracy? Is that too loud? <laughs> la la la. Bang bang. Can we all just not vote and make Trump king? Who needs the voting? That takes me out of my my bubble. I didn't. Want, I flew thousands of miles to live amongst racial stereotypes that I can't get in my everyday life anymore. Disney World is going to lose us customers if it continues down this path. I do not want to have Disney World taken away from us because Disney cares about politics more than they care about happy guests. Obviously, only happy white racist guests. In fact, Disney, you know what? Doesn't care about white racist guests. Get the fuck out. This should matter to the people of Orlando. Oh, now we're bringing in the whole community. If Disney drives away customers like me, Orlando loses money. I can take my tourist dollars elsewhere. Well, why don't you then? How about you take a trip outside of your fantasy land? Go somewhere. Go, go, go some, to some civilized nation. See how, the, how they live. You know, without all the, the uh, morons and the traitors running around un unchallenged and uh, unmolested. I would rather keep spending them in Orlando, but people like me feel more and more excluded. People like me? Pe like racists, dummies, traitors, tedious bores. Let's see, here's some more sad music. Bing, bong, 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 bong. It's more dramatic. Disney. <laughs> this should matter, Disney. The parks are less fun because immersion and thus the joy is taking a backseat to politics. Disney, please return to the values of Walt. Perfect timing, Tara Jr. The customer experience should be the core of your business model. Immersion should not be sacrificed on the altar of political correctness and appeasing the Twitter mob. How many buzzwords can I fit into this article? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Do you hear this cat? 
What the hell? Hey, hey, hey. Get a grip. Get a grip. The Twitter mob. The fantasy. <laughs> My fantasies are broken. I must have racial stereotypes flashing before my eyes. God help us. Can we ever have a functioning society with people like that? Let's see. There's some, of course, there were some responses. Where is it? Okay. Okay. All right. I can't take it. Stop. Fucking shit. God. This goes on all day. Stop. What the fuck? I can't find this. It's not opening. This is so weird. All right. Well, another, here's, uh, let's just go into, I think I had enough of that fucking guy. Thank you, Jim, for another super chat. <laughs> That's right, Jim. Hurry up, rapture. That's what I, I've been saying that for years. Please rapture the fuck on out of here. Please. Leave us alone. God, get out. Or, and go galt. That's the whole thing. They're, they are um, legends, you know, in their own mind. That's the whole premise of that go, go Galt. Right. And Rand. Uh, who is John Galt? You ever see Right Ringers walking around with that sign? Who is John Galt? Like, they're so, um, like, they are Atlas. And they're going to shrug. And I say, fucking shrug already. Go Galt. What is stopping you? Go. Just go Galt already. Because that's, it's just bullshit. They're all full of shit. Go Galt. They want all the benefits of civilization, but they want none of the responsibilities we have with each other. And that now includes, you know, being awake. Not being an unconscious moron. I, I, obviously, this guy, who he's never had to think about anybody else but himself or, or society. He lives in, he might as well be living in, uh, in Fantasy Island, really. Do us all a favor. But they're all living in Fantasy Island of some form. These right-wingers, whether it be the fantasy that they're uh, standard bearer was cheated out of an election that he won that he won in a landslide that he's somebody who's who's here to what save us from uh, the 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 guy with darker pigment that came before him right they all live in fantasy and when the when reality it doesn't matter this is the one of the hallmarks of fascism reality has no um, bearing on what, whatever, whatever it might be. So it doesn't matter. I, I mean, it's, it's not that it doesn't matter. It's not, it is 
expected, it's definitely typical that this guy is uh, living in fantasy because they're all living in a fantasy. And when the fantasy isn't, uh, it's not enough, they just make shit up. So the, when they have their way, in some on some level we're all living in fantasy land like we're all supposed to live in the fantasy that somehow twitler was cheated at uh, in in the election that the, that there was so much election fraud going on so we all have to live in that fantasy and we have to live in the fantasy that that uh, the Capitol rioter. Oh, it's just whatever. Another day in the United States of serfs and lords. Pay no attention to the treason, to the big lie that they keep spreading. You know, just uh, carry on as if they're a legitimate political party when they're not. Okay, so here's... Uh, from the AV Club. <laughs> Great. Here's, uh, Matt Schmidt, Schmickowitz writes, Great. Wokeness has ruined Disney World too, whines a fully grown adult male. Wokeness gets blamed for a lot of things, such as football being bad, movies being bad, kids today being bad. It's a real menace to society, infecting every American ideal with the horrific idea that people should be treated with dignity and respect. Exactly. Nailed it. That's all it is. Treat people with dignity and respect. There's nothing bad about that. I don't see the problem. If you got a problem with that, you are the problem. The problem is you. You know, it's, we trace the call. It's coming from inside the house. If you got a problem with that, you're the problem. Now, wokeness is coming from that most hollowed of grounds, Disney World. In an op-ed for the Orlando Sentinel, Las Vegas resident and Florida vacationer, Jonathan Van Boskerek goes medieval on Disney for, among other things, allowing its performers to express themselves and updating a, the 30-year-old ride, Splash Mountain, a major attraction based on the infamously racist Song of the South, to a modern property people can actually see, the princess and the frog. Let's be clear. While the casual racism of the enchanted tiki room makes Van... What's his name? Van Boskerick? feel right at home isn't that true right the casual racism that's supposed to be so well it is woven into the american fabric well we're sick of it you see it's tearing us apart so we have to reconcile it and rectify it and there's nothing wrong with that in fact it's necessary and long overdue and if you got a problem with that you're the problem Jonathan, and I'm sure that's what you call yourself too. Jonathan, you're annoying. Not that there's no wrong. There's nothing wrong with the name Jonathan. I'm sorry, I didn't mean it like that. But he's, it's he is such a Jonathan. You know, he's probably like, oh, it's Jonathan, as if he's special. He's not special. He's, 
he's he's boring like the rest of the traitors and racists and pricks and dupes and freaks and racists oh i'm so tired of being called racist everything is racist yeah you you you're right if you're tired of it change it you don't have to be this way it doesn't have to be this way you could change that's the thing it's a miracle Let's be clear, while the casual racism of the Enchanted Tiki Room makes Vander Van Bos Van Boskerik Van Boskerik feel right at home, he fails to recognize that the same racism can ruin another family's vacation. Exactly. Let me tell you a story. Okay. A real life story. Some okay. I I I'm trying to re figure out how to explain this. So it's a, a friend of mine working at a, a TV network. Hold on a second. My name is Tara Devlin. Become a patron at Patreon.com/slash/Tara Devlin for unapologetic liberal talk on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy. Okay, thank you. So, a friend of mine <clears throat> works, I know a lot of people work in TV, I work in TV, and I, we were talking, and his boss got fired, okay? This is my friend, his, he was telling me, holy shit, my boss got fired. Why? What happened? He got fired because, well, you know how corporations are, um, they have all kinds of team building exercises? or whatever it might be like um let's share your favorite quote or whatever you know, share your fate what it, what makes you what is your secret hobby or some whatever some uh, corporate team th exercise so every morning or maybe it's once a week i don't i don't it doesn't matter somebody would be chosen to send out a video or or something that inspires them okay so this guy who was working at this this tv station for i think near 20 years okay uh a long time poor guy i do feel bad for him but this wait till you hear what he did he he sent out a video of I don't remember what it was. It was some really, um, uh, I guess I don't know what the word. Really rough rap video, but I I don't know. But I don't. I'm not a music aficionado. I'm not even. I can't even talk half the time. So he sent out this video. Um, and it was all MF this, MFF, FFF, N-word, N-word, N-word. Okay, bitches and hoes. And it was from uh, the first word. It was five minutes of, of, uh, of cursing and N-word and, and what he's going to do to bitches and how he's going to, you know, screw this one and screw that one and... And I, I, that's what he sent out as something that inspires him, <laughs> okay? So he, and he started the, sent out this email and he sent, 
and said, uh, oh, well, some of you might find this offensive, but this was uh, the video that made me want to do TV or something like that. Something out of fucking left field. And so to make a long story short, this, he ended up getting fired for sending out this video because there were a lot of complaints. And this went out to the whole, not the whole company, but the whole department. So you have people in the department, you have like on-air personalities in, in the department, you know? You have interns, young people that are there to learn the craft, right? And they're, they gotta open up their email and not you know you're going through your life and you got to put yourself into somebody else's shoes nobody wants to see that to be assaulted by that as a woman as somebody who has darker pigment as somebody you know whatever it might be everybody should get that you know, when you go to work and you open up your email and you're looking for something to inspire you, it shouldn't be um, N-word, 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 and I'm going to rape you, you know? So um, you got to put yourself in other people's shoes. So he might have found that inspiring or be able to look past the, um, the, the complete offensiveness of it but it's certainly not something you would share, right? At work, if you share that at work, I mean, you, go, you gotta think you got more. Um, you you certainly don't have you. Something is disconnected, right? And it's also it makes it is so typical. Okay, this was somebody, obviously a guy who did the. Well, it's because it's so much easier for somebody who isn't in a, a targeted group to, um, to, be, to say, hey, what's the big deal? Why? Who, why are you getting offended? Who's aff it's because who wants to um, go to work? You're just going to, I mean, let's say it doesn't matter who you are. You should be, I would be offended. When I, who's sending me this trash? So you, it's, you gotta be conscious. You gotta be woke. Being woke simply means, like this article said, treating people with dignity and respect. And knowing um, that, you know, knowing that uh, you're not the only person here. Yeah, the, this is, we're in this together. Yeah, right, exactly, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Jim says, if you write, some of you might find this offensive and then you hit send, you need to be called. It's true. And I thought, and this was a guy who was in a management position. That's the other thing. So if you're in a management position and you're that um, unaware that you don't, that's, a, that's not something you do. You don't send out offensive videos and i guess he if you say you're right if somebody if you say some of you might find that offensive so why are you sending this out you're at work this isn't your you and your bud in uh after work or at the bar or whatever the hell this is your job you couldn't you find a nice 
sanitized quote to share with the group. You, but I'm, I'm telling you, the guy, my friend sent me the video and it was like, I couldn't believe it. Cause I was like, who the fuck would send this video out? It's insane. But that's, then you gotta think, it's like, what if you're, you're someone, you're somebody who has darker pigment, you open up your email, you can't, and you're getting inundated at work. It's offensive, it's demeaning, it's embarrassing. And, and then it's on you as the, the person to be, you're supposed to rise above it, not say anything about it. Be like, this is, um, oh wow, uh, just blow it off. Boys will be boys, it's no big deal. But apparently it, um, it, be, it yeah, they all ended up a lot. It wasn't just, it was a bunch of people complaining. That's what happened. And then he ended up losing his job. And I feel, I feel very bad for this person. But then it's sort of like one of these, like, oh boy, what are you going to do? Anyway, and that is, that's what being woke is. Just wake the fuck up. And you, that person didn't have to lose his job. He just had to wake up just a little, little bit. The casual racism. Right? As uh, let's be clear, while the casual racism of the enchanted tiki room makes Van Boskarik feel right at home, he fails to recognize that the same racism can ruin another family's vacation. Exactly. Some of you might find this offensive. Oh well, but it inspires me. Some of you may find this um, offensive, but it's. Um, Removing it is going to burst my fantasy bubble of what? That you live in a, uh, a, a racial hierarchy at, at, of which you are the top of the food chain? How dare you? Jesus Christ. He f yes, how dare Disney make its parks more pleasant for more people? Yeah, right? How dare they? It goes against everything Walt Disney stood for. Now, before anyone reaches for their pitch, pitchforks, this is not a racism thing, says Van Boskerick, or whatever the hell his name is. It's an immersion thing. When on vacation, Van Boskirk wants to keep the fantasy of Disney alive. So when he sees performers with tattoos, or even worse, a haircut, that illusion is destroyed. Of course, as with all straw man arguments, like the one the self-described Christian conservative Republican makes, it's all, it always feels like they're stepping around the thing that's actually bothering them. Wait, hold on. Tara Jr. just hit the... Ah! Jr. Shit. All right, here comes the music. Hold on. He just hit the keyboard and hid... He hit my everything. Bang, 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 bang. Hold on, guys. Bing, bang, 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 bang. Become a Patreon and give the show a good review on iTunes. What show has cats and cats? 
okay? And screaming cats. Aw. Look at Tara Jr., everybody. Look at him. Look at this. Look at him sitting there. Look at look at how cute. <laughs> all right, relax. I got hair all over me. Relax. Go back to sleep. I'm sorry I bothered you. Okay, here we go. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, it always feels like they're stepping around the thing that's actually bothering them. When it comes to Splash Mountain, he says he'll only see politics now, ignoring the fact that many couldn't unsee the Jim Crow politics of Song of the South when sitting in the log flume. Stranger still, Van Buskerick's immersion isn't broken when he spends $17 on Dole Whip or busts out his iPhone, opens his Disney World app, waits for it to load, attempts to sign up for a fast pass for Galaxy Edge, finds that it's all booked up, decides to check <laughs> out the Hall of the Presidents, and listens to the robot former President Trump say, Make America great again. Nothing political about that, right? It's simply the magical world of Disney as Walt dreamed of it. A land of apps, transactions, and a hall of politicians. Unsurprisingly, Van Boskrik has become one of Twitter's main characters, a victim of the mob that he feared would overtake Disney World and would make the place more welcoming to people that don't look exactly like out of touch, out of out of the quote out of touch white American dad. He describes see self-effacing. saying. He's trying to both sides it. That's what they do. However. The most eloquent response came from the unofficial Disneyland Twitter account called at Disneyland to go. Poop. <laughs> this is quote. Poop just came out of my ass of all places, they responded. If there's a better reaction to this article, we'd like to hear it. <laughs> That's amazing. Poop. Poop just came out of my ass. All right. God, and then someone, a grown man, f wrote that article, sat down, wrote it, probably shared it with his friends and family who gave, who gave their thumbs up. Oh, yes, that's the real problem with America. It's wokeness, giving a shit about everybody else, about uh, other people. It's, that's the real problem. Can't we get back to systemic racism and and racial, strict racial mores, gender and, and racial sexual mores and hierarchies, right? Right? What is going on, Krabby? What is going on? This is what I'm I'm not kidding. Look at this. What is going on? Let's talk. Are you okay? It's scaring me. 
Has anybody ever had this happen with a cat? Just screaming at you? I don't know what he's doing. I don't know what's happening. All right. And to continue with, um, this is the, the main problem, I guess, that's going on in the world is uh, the wo woke, wokeness. James Carville joined in the fray. I hate James Carville. Wokeness. He writes, well, um, he, here's a, it, the, this is from Vox by Sean Illing. Wokeness is a problem and we all know it. Wokeness? Oh my God. Wokeness? No. And people who resist the wokeness, they're, they're the problem. I called James Carville, hoping to get his thoughts on President Joe Biden's first 100 days in office. He obliged. Then, one question in, he brushed aside the exercise to talk instead about why the Democrats might be poised to squander their political advantage against a damaged GOP. His failure to cooperate may have been for the best uh, since the first 100 days ritual can sometimes lead to dull, dutiful analysis. What Carville offered up instead was a blunt critique of his own party even after a successful 2020 election cycle, a sequel of sorts to his fulminations during last year's Democratic primary. I mean, who is this fucking guy? Really? He was, and last year he was going on about how, um, quote-unquote, we're losing our damn minds James Carville is part of the problem. The longtime Democratic strategist most, mostly is mostly pleased with Biden, but it's where much of the party seems to be going that has him worried. Well, thank God, James, you'll be dead. Okay? It's, your, your time is over. I'm not, I don't know when you'll be. I mean, you're not, the, you're not a young man. So the future, you're not the future. Okay, you you are just like this uh, Jonathan Vander, whatever the hell his name is, clinging to some. I guess it must be hard for these white bastards to realize how things are changing, and it I it takes a level of of self. Um, well, you have to be able to look at yourself. As far as James Carville, he doesn't think that he did anything wrong in the world. Uh, what is he? He's a democratic strategist. What the hell does that mean? He was part of an administration that helped put the nail in the coffin of the American middle class. So I guess you, and plus he's, didn't he marry that? He mar How do you marry a Republican? Okay. Which goes to show you who he is. The, uh, I mean, go away. Go away. The longtime Democratic strategist is mostly pleased. Oh, yes, yes. Wokeness is the problem, he told me. And we all know it. What's fucking wokeness? You stupid prick. This is 
an updated uh, rebranding of hippie punching. It's the same thing. This is what this is what Republicans. I was going to say what the corporate Dems do. They're part of the problem. They are ones who love forget uh, getting money out of politics. They are suckling on uh, on the teat of the corrupt moneyed system. They're at it. Talk about uh, out of touch. No wonder he hates being woke. I mean, you know what woke is? It, it means that you you know what the fuck is going on. I, I, it takes. See, uh, like for example, Nancy Pelosi doing her um, appearance on uh, what was that? James, what's his name? Corden, where she opened up her refrigerator and had uh, an entire... Well, she had two $20,000 refrigerators or whatever and uh, opened up the freezer and there were like 20 pints of ice... of $15 a pint ice cream. Like, that is... That's not woke. That's out of touch. That's somebody that doesn't see the, their own reflection unless they're looking in a damn mirror how out of touch can you be in a country where the American people are living check to effing check can't retire one third can't effing retire people are going bankrupt from getting sick And no wonder they decry being woke because that means they might have to take some responsibility. They might have to change. They might have to look at themselves and be like, holy shit, I fucked up. Unless, I mean, that's all a perspective, though. They only feel like they effed up if they understand that uh, all the damage they've done. Suckling this broken-ass system, cultivating it, keeping it going, benefiting from it. Wokeness is a problem, and we all know it? What is... You know, it's not a problem. See, if James Carville and the, and the rest of these corporate dams, if they really gave a shit about this country, they, it, they, they wouldn't jump on the Republican bandwagon. Because wokeness, the, this whole anti-woke bullshit that goes on in the right, it's, it's typical, it's to be expected. So they, would, they wouldn't jump on that bandwagon and spread the, and do the job of, what, of, the, of a Republican. They're giving the Republicans a gift by doing that, as if they're right. They're not right. All James Carville has to do is, if he's such a strategist, see which way the wind is blowing, and it is, it's blowing towards being more woke. Waking the fuck up. Not being um, a, a, a selfish, self-centered prick. Treating people with dignity and respect. There's nothing wrong with that. That's what being woke is. And this is why I, I. Why do they have him on uh, on MSNBC all the time? Who cares? 
what this old, bald Skeletor has to say. He did his damage. He, he made a nice little life for himself. Go away. He benefited from uh, the demise of the American middle class. And now he's going to do all he can to ensure that it stays that way? Wokeness is a problem and we all know it? Really? Well, what the fuck? It's another uh, um, uh, thing that it drives me insane how he doesn't define it. This is like what they do with socialism. He's socialist, socialist. But no, do you like socialism? I don't know. People say they don't like socialism. This poll says Americans say they don't like social. People say this. They let's take a poll. Do you like social? I don't like socialism. No one fucking said. What is socialism? Well, here it is. You like your socialist security? They don't do instead of um, giving James Carville ten minutes to pontificate on uh, anti wokeness. To keep people in uh, it where you know, stuck, to keep this country down, then why don't they use that ten minutes and do a story about, let's say, I don't know, what's going on in New Zealand, or or all over the world, how people no don't they, they don't have anything called medical bankruptcy in any other country but this, it's sickening. What kind of sick country is this? Really, we, it, it is, but how can it not be, though? You know, it really can't. We have so much work that we have to do. It's, it feels insurmountable sometimes. We have such powerful forces against us, and we are trying. You see, we will win. They know it. That's what being woke is. They know we will win. So this is the last gasp of, uh, of the unconscious prick. Wokeness is a problem and we all know it. According to Carville, Democrats are in power for now, but they only narrowly defeated Trump, a world historical buffoon. Yeah. And that's because of people like you, James Carville. We had Trump because of people like James Carville, you see, who, uh, who they destroyed the American working class, turned the American people against each other. They just um, gave us Twitler. They, they laid the groundwork for Twitler. <sighs> a world, yeah, yeah. And they lost congressional seats and failed to pick up state legislatures. The reason is simple. They've got a messaging problem. Well, why don't you fix it? Do something instead of pissing in the punch bowl, prick. But, yeah, all right, that's why we need the liberal media, you see? Because we got, we got pricks like uh, James Carville. He's all over. The corporate media, oh, they, they, they'll have him. I, I wouldn't be surprised if I turned it on right now. He was somewhere wasting airtime. Anti-woke. 
And who's it? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Wasn't it R Rubio? He, well, he's not a Democrat, of course, but he wrote another article about woke. It's all these buzzwords. Because they don't want to change these, these white cracker bastards. Get woke, go broke. GOP calls grow to punish woke businesses? Unbelievable. Marco, this is Michelle Goldberg, writes in the New York Times, Marco Rubio is extremely mad at corporations for bending a knee to woke progressive craziness. What is that? Again, dignity, respect, humanity, decency, being a decent person who isn't afraid to, to, to see the world through somebody else's eyes. That's called being a human being. This is what we need to have a functioning civilization and a democracy, a functioning democracy. So no wonder they're so against it. On Sunday, in a fulminate, excuse me, in a fulm, fulminating, fulminating, uh, New York Post opinion article, Rubio wrote that corporate America eagerly dumps woke, toxic nonsense into our culture. To toxic nonsense, like what? Taking, uh, removing racist caricatures from uh, popular culture. Yeah, that's toxic, see? I, you get it? Because ultimately, it is toxic to, the, to these right-wing bastards. And I include Carvel in that. And it's only gotten more destructive with time. These campaigns will be met with the same strength that any other polluter should expect. This is what Rubio says. This analogy is slightly confusing because usually corporate polluters should expect no pushback whatsoever from Republicans. But Rubio wants us to assume that his party thinks dumping toxic waste is bad. Big business, in Rubio's telling, used to be patriotic. Now these companies, offshore jobs, a trend that well pre pre uh, predates Rubio's sudden anti-corporate anger. You see, these Republicans are... They are having a crisis of uh, a personality crisis because what are they? They're, they want corporate. These are the corporate, um, the oligarchy, they're greasing the wheels of oligarchy, of corporate takeover of this country. But when corporations like, like voters don't do what these bastards want, they want to silence the corporations. You see, just like they want to silence the voters. If you're not fitting, if you're not doing what they want you to do, which is maintain the white patriarchal power structure. White, rich, male patriarchal power structure. I mean... Oh, my God. Woke talking points. Lawmakers who have been asleep at the wheel for too long, especially within my own party, need to wake up. And then what? Rubio doesn't say if Republicans actually wanted to scare corporations into uh, 
quiescence on social issues, they have a bunch of policy options. They could, for example, support Biden's plan to increase the corporate tax rate to 28% to help fund infrastructure. It was 35% before Trump's tax cuts. But Rubio is not going to do that. He described Biden's corporate tax proposal as part of a radical agenda of the left-wing priorities. Well, whatever. When Senate Republicans unveiled their counterproposal on infrastructure, it called for protecting against any corporate or international tax increases. Just like FDR said, Republicans, I mean, well, FDR, he, um, I'm trying, I wonder if I have that clip. Because FDR um, warned the American people about the Republicans. He said, here we go. They do not let... Whoop, whoop, whoop. Here we go. Here it comes, I swear. Is it coming? Here we go. Let me warn you, and let me warn the nation against the smooth evasion that says, Mm. of course we believe these things. We believe in social security. We believe in work for the unemployed. We believe in saving homes. Cross our hearts and hope to die. (laughs) We believe in all these things. But we do not like the way the present administration is doing them. Just turn them over to us. We will do all of them. We will do more of them. We will do them better. And most important of all, the doing of them will not cost anybody anything. Yep. There you go. And that's not changed. That's the same Republican bullshit that they continue to peddle. And as they go after Joe Biden for infrastructure, you know, it's not infrastructure fantasy week anymore. They're actually going to do something. Republicans, just turn it over to us. We'll do more of it. We'll do all of it. And most of all, it won't cost anybody anything. Fantasy land. God. I can't stand them. And speaking of fantasy land, more, uh, let me get off the woke shit. It, it'll come back. It never stops. This is what we're up against, and be proud. Be proud to be awake. There's nothing wrong with it. That's why they have to denigrate it. Wokeness. I'm so sick of that term. But it's to be expected because we've been through this before. When somebody says, when they start talking about woke, 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 oh, uh, just say, all it is, well, just say. 
what, what do you have against be treating people with dignity and respect? What is your problem? Well, right before I started the show, the, well, the New York Post is, was trending because a woman quit, uh, a writer quit. So this week, and just like we're saying, Republicans, they have no interest in reality. They, they're full of shit. They are, um, I mean, they're filthy fascist liars. Reality has a liberal bias, and that doesn't fit into their agenda. So they make shit up, and what they're having a hard time, really, with, um, with Joe Biden. They, I, I, honestly, I'm thinking, you know, with if they had Bernie, if we had Bernie as a president, they would have a field day, constant the constant uh, anti, you know, the socialism. I, they're trying to do the same thing with Joe Biden, but it doesn't seem to be sticking. So they're trying, this is why they have to turn Joe Biden into um, someone who has dementia, who's not in control, right? Because they're not able to, it's not working. They're, uh, they're denigrating him and it's just not sticking because he is a white guy. And he's been around so long, so people know. They know him. And uh, they have to, uh, they're trying to manufacture this, Joe Biden's not in control, so they can get their dum-dums to to think, and I'm sure a lot of them do, because they're stupid, that um, he's being controlled by um, the socialists. You see, he because Joe Biden, he's lost it. He's got dementia, and they're uh, they're really running the show. And um, anyway, and especially um, Kamala Harris, because she's a woman, and she's got darker pigment. Oh my God! So this week. Week, I mean, the, for the past couple of days, the Republicans have been really, um, they've been f- f- fomenting and uh, really going off the, off the hook about this bullshit story. It is bullshit. That kids at the border, that uh, refugees are given, young, young people are given a copy of, Kamala Harris's children's book and it's bullshit. It's complete and utter bullshit. It was made up. But that do- did not stop the Republicans from uh, going on about it. Wait, I'm trying to find the... Or, hold on. Let's see. I'll show you. Hold on a second. Boom. I do this. Let me show you my screen. Here we go. This is excuses. Vice President Kamala Harris dishing up plenty of blame and reasons on why she hasn't visited the southern border. 33 days since President Biden appointed her as the crisis point person. 
Are you going to go there? In that regard, it is, yes, we're, we're working on the plan to get there. We have to deal with COVID issues, but I can't get there soon enough in terms of personally getting there. It's not going to be solved overnight. It's a complex issue. Listen, if this were easy, it would have been handled years ago. We're making progress, but it's not going to evidence itself overnight. It will not, but it will be worth it. But the American people know exactly who's to blame. Voters in a new Fox poll say border Ugh. security is worse today than it was two years ago. And guess what's actually making an appearance Ugh. at the border? Copies of the VP's 2019 children's book handed out to kids at a shelter along the southern border in California. Harris's office saying they weren't aware of these welcome packs and that they're usually organized by members of the community. Wow, Dana, imagine if Trump gave art of the deal to kids in cages. I just cannot. Imagine, because you have to imagine. What they would say about Because it that. didn't happen. Um, I don't know. Color, it's it's, it's, it's kind of silly See, when you think about there it. there they go what, again. What going on here? Wasting I, our time. I, I am really just surprised at all of this. Um, I'll tell you why. Yeah, so, so surprised to be lied to incessantly. Harris was given this... Point, made the point person on the border the day after she laughed at a question when she was asked about going to the border. So it seems to me that they overcorrected uh, on a, a, a PR issue that they could have handled, and now they have a much bigger PR issue because she clearly doesn't want to really deal with it. And, you know, they, when they say that, you know, uh, superheroes are everywhere, but they're not at the border, apparently. <laughs> this issue, to me, a vice president... Um, would one want to take on a big issue like this? And also, the administration is taking on so much water and negativity when it comes to uh, the border issue, as you saw in that poll and in all the other polls, and it's just obvious on its face. And I'm starting to feel like, you know, she had this moment in these first 100 days, and it was different, and it was new. And when you see on Wednesday night, when she's sitting there with Nancy Pelosi, um, and, and Biden is giving the speech, I mean, that will be historic. That is a moment. But then what are you doing with that moment? See, they are, they are already, well, really of course, like as we expect, they have to, they're, uh, if you listen to the way that they're framing, whenever they discuss Kamala Harris, they, they, you can hear the misogyny and they're setting it up as if, what else is new? A, this, a woman is way over in over her head well Dagan she says she can't get down to the Northern Triangle because of COVID she's been vaccinated I'm sure the presidents Ugh. of those countries have been vaccinated but that's at, now just a convenient if excuse. there's somebody that with what a more punchable face send to the border person like to meet the him volunteers at the border and well, quite frankly, people working in hospitals for more than the last year oh and grocery store workers who put their lives on the mm -hmm. line. This is a lose like they give a for shit. Vice President Harris in two ways, because she's clearly being fed this. Oh, blame right. COVID. Don't go to the border yet. And then the, these books magically show up in welcome, welcome oh gift God. bags for children. So that makes which is a lie. She looks like a lie. So she's weak. Or, she's weak. On the other hand, she just doesn't want to be photographed with a bunch of suffering children, yeah. and that makes her look uncaring. So she can't get out of this. Wow. Craving, the Biden administration, they're craving poll watchers. If what? If numbers keep declining. Craving poll watchers? The Biden administration are craving poll watchers? 
You you see, there's no shame in their game. These Republicans, they being a Republican means never saying you're sorry, never looking at yourself. There, craven poll watchers, Biden and Harris, not Trump, not the Republicans. That's all they do. Watching the polls, up in the polls. That's all we heard. How many polls? Who who's up? Who's down? How many people like how many people at the rally? How many people cheered or liked or retweeted? Jesus Christ. About the riots that were oh, raging right. in cities across the oh, whatever. Fuck them. I think that what we saw in the poll numbers indicated that immigration's whatever, I don't give a shit. So but the fact is Here's the New York Post article. Not that. Where is it? Eh, sorry guys. The headline, I mean the the cover of the Post had this fabricated story. It's not a it's not just a mistake. Do not look for a retraction or because uh, this is not a legitimate news or- organization. That's the New York Post. The New York Post is another one of Rupert Murdoch's propaganda rags. And come on it. Somebody took a picture. See, that's what Republicans do. They fix the facts around the policy. There, They found a, a photo. Somebody had Kamala Harris's children's book. It was a picture. One book. And they took it and ran with it. They made this, they made this completely up. They made this story up. And the author, or the, the writer, tonight, she resigned. Reporter resigns from New York Post over Harris book story. A reporter, let me turn that, for the New York Post, whose byline appeared on a story suggesting that copies of a book by President, by Vice President Harris was given to children who crossed the U.S.-Mexico border, has resigned. Laura Italiano announced on Twitter that she turned in her resignation on Tuesday. She claimed that she unsuccessfully tried to push back against the story and called it her breaking point. An announcement. Today I handed in my resignation to my editors at the New York Post, Italiano tweeted. The Kamala Harris story, an incorrect story, I was ordered to write and which I failed to push back hard enough against was my breaking point. She said, it's been a privilege, well poor her, to cover the city of New York for its liveliest, wittiest tabloid? Well, beg to differ, but uh, uh, the, the Post is a is disgusting rag. An anti-American, anti-worker, divisive, lie-riddled rag. And that's the point. That's why Rupert Murdoch bought the Post. Uh, the Post is, it's yet another example of the um, the return on investment in propaganda. The Post hasn't turned a profit. It's not, profit is not in its business model. 
Republicans know that they they're smart enough to know because they don't have anything. They have nothing in reality to boast about. They are an anti-democratic, fundamentally anti-American, anti-democratic ideology. So they know that they need to own the message. The New York Post has never turned a profit because profit is not in its business model. Just like the Fox, like Fox News didn't was not profitable uh, for five years. They they spent, they poured half a billion dollars into it until it turned a profit because that was the point. GOP TV, get the lies out there, spread the bullshit, turn this country into. Um, into not a functioning democracy into an oligarchy that's what they're doing and it's so disgustingly anti-american how do you think you're on the right side of history decency democracy if you're if you're running a propaganda rag in this country and then you dare to call yourself a patriotic american this is a completely made-up story. The story, which was first published last week, alleged that children who crossed the border were getting copies of Harris's book. It's part of a welcome kit. Conservatives promoted the story, causing it to go viral. The Washington Post largely found that the, fa- that the story was false. They also found... They only found, excuse me, they only found one photograph of a single copy of Harris's book, Superheroes Are Everywhere, that was donated. Because that's what happens, you know, people are probably dropping things off for these children to keep them entertained while they're behind these cages. They're caged up. The story was temporarily removed on Tuesday and has since been republished with an editor's note advising that only one known copy of the book was given to a child. Oh, well, that's something to fucking foment all kinds of chaos about for the, for the last week. To foment, that'll, that'll fill up a lot of time on your, on your fake right-wing fake news channel. Not fake right-wing news, on your real fake news channel the original version of the article said migrant kids were getting harris's book in a welcome kit but has been updated to note that only one known copy of the book was given to a child are you gonna hear any apologies from these pricks are they gonna tell the morons who are plotting a a second coup plotting to storm the capital uh, again are you going to tell them to look up from their assault weapons for a second to hear the truth? No. But here's another um, aside, though. Um, what? Who cares, though? Okay? The, my, my opinion, as far as giving kids this book, superheroes are everywhere, what? So what if that happened? So what? What would be the problem? with giving kids um, a book that, that, that was written by our first female vice president. Like, that's something we should be ashamed of? 
superheroes are everywhere. And so on the um, on the right wing propaganda network, they're like, well, what if we gave out art of the deal? That's a different story because it's not a children's book and it's about Twitler. Not about uh, superheroes are everywhere. It's not about Vice President Harris. Just a nice book. Why shouldn't children read a book written by our first female vice president about the potential that they have? You know, there was a time in this country, you would think, maybe, where that would be a good thing. Where it, when, when we were at a point, I suppose, uh, where, you know, I, I, in my opinion, we're, we're at the point of no return in this country. There, we're at a point where how are we ever going to get along with these fuckers? How? They think that this is a problem? This is like, it reminded me of back when Barack Obama was president and the right-wingers went nuts because kids sang a song during Black History Month that and the, and the lyrics included Barack Hussein Obama, blah blah blah. He is our president, and the right wingers went nuts. They were like, "It's North Korea." Why shouldn't we be proud of our of our first president of darker pigment? Oh my God. See, they take the joy out of everything. You're not supposed to be proud. But they they would inject their own false pride, false bravado out of their, their shit. What do they bring to the table? What do they add? When they... What, what would Twi- Twitler giving a uh, art of the deal book to people... It's not the same. Because Art of the Deal, first of all, it wasn't written by him, and it's all about him. This uh, Vice President Harris's book is about giving children, opening up their minds to the possibilities, to, the, to where their life can lead, because their lives are ahead of them. Unlike Rupert Murdoch, whose trail of destruction is behind him, but he's certainly left us with a a lot of uh, problems on our plate, that's for sure. I don't see the problem. But, first of all, I don't see the in giving kids a book written by the fucking vice president. God, it's like everything... You cannot win with these people. See, and even if... It's not even true, but, you know, you still, you can't win. God. Let's see what's going on in the chat. These people don't want them to have anything. Remember, people brought... This is Play Dave. Well, if you remember, these people don't want them to have anything. Remember, people brought all kinds of things like soap and toothbrushes, and they threw it all away. That's right. That's right. 
I mean, I don't see the problem. What for? With <clears throat> these kids are here, they might end up being American citizens. We don't know. They haven't had their day in court yet. But what is um, so horrible about giving them a book, a child, a children's book written by our first female vice president about? the things that maybe they can do with their lives. It's not like um, she wrote a book that said um, the art of being Kamala Harris. The art of being incredible, only the third perfect person ever, right? First there was Jesus, then there's Trump, and then there's me, right? Jesus, help me. <clears throat> well, let's see. <clears throat> Excuse me. Well, 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 well. I'm trying to think if I should do another story. I said I was only going to do a two-hour show. What's the other thing? There's another thing that's on my mind, though. That's what's so weird. And I can't remember. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I guess I did it. I guess I've done done it. Oh, well, let's see. One last thing. I there's so many things everywhere we look it sucks okay that's what's so depressing thank you for hanging out and giving me hope really I have to say that I don't know what I would do without this show I would be you think I'm depressed now and angry and insane I'm not insane I'm uh, I'm I get despondent yes I get, I feel hopeless sometimes, but I don't know. That's why, thank you, really. I have to thank you. Otherwise, I th I don't know what I would do. How would I get through this time? And it never stops. That's the thing. We have victories. We have setbacks. I hope we're heading in the right direction, but these Republicans, I mean, more will be revealed. Like, for example, with the census. They fucked up the census. Now New York is losing a seat. Texas is gaining a seat. For New York, the population of New York increased by 4%, but we're going to lose a seat. And the uh, right-wingers are going to get seats, it's, uh, but not necessarily. It's, gonna, it's not written in stone that these... Um, seats will be Republican, but they, you better believe that these Republicans are going to gerrymander the shit out of these House seats. Oh, yeah, because they can't win otherwise. This is how they win. And ultimately, it is to destroy democracy. So this, everywhere we look, they are allowed to get away with their shit. Trump fucked with the census. They tried to end the census early. 
they did everything they could to screw with the sense. This is what, who they are. And that's why we ha- we're going to have to, f- I mean, wake the, f- talk about being woke. Wake up. Wake up and stay awake. They, the Republican Party is not a legitimate party. They are the domestic enemies the founders warned us about. Unbelievable. Like, for example, the 2020 census, Missouri ranks 39th in population growth, but retains eight congressional seats. You kidding me? About six, wait, about 6.15 million people live in Missouri, nearly 3% more than a decade ago. And just enough growth for the show me state to retain its eight congressional districts into the 2030s. If I'll even be alive then, who knows? Missouri is among 47 states that saw its population increase from 2010 to 2020, albeit at 2.77%, well below the nation's 7.35% ranking, the state 39th in growth. Missouri fell one spot to 19 among the nation's largest states. But after losing a House seat following the 2010 census, Missouri is also among 37 states that will neither gain or lose congressional representation. The Constitution requires every state have at least one seat in the House. The remaining 385 seats are distributed by population-based formula based on populations documented in the, de- de- cens- in the census. The Missouri House renovated space for redistricting staff on the fifth floor of the Capitol last year. Why this is an... And the House Special Committee on Redistricting began to meet in March. The panel awaits whatever, whatever, whatever. Who cares? But... This is all because they know this is how they play the game. And what do Republicans do? They're too busy hippie punching, right? And trying to have their cake and eat it too. Or have their uh, $30,000 refrigerators filled with $15 ice cream pints and eat them too. And still look like uh, um, men and women of the people, I suppose. Not that having things or being wealthy in itself is inherently bad, it, it, but it's all, um, it's all relative. If you're, in the, if you're a representative of the people and you've been in office while the United States went from the most to the least, upwardly mobile, then you should be the fuck out of here already. You failed. That's a failure of leadership, not of the American people. The American people have worked their fingers to the bone. Productivity is through the roof. Corporate profits are through the roof. And the government is functioning as an appendage of the affairs of billionaires, period. And how much longer... How much longer are we going to take it? 
See here, let's end this show on uh, on this. On what? Uh, here's another example of what we have to deal with. MAGA rioter grovels before judge after getting caught making a mockery out of the court's mask mandate. Okay, let me show you. Here's this this bitch. This is bullhorn bitch or lady, whatever they're calling her now. From Ross Story, Brad Reed. Indicted MAGA rioter Rachel Powell has formally apologized to the U.S. District Court for the District of Columbia after making a mockery of its face mask order. A filing made by Powell's attorneys on Monday claimed that the pro-Trump rioter wishes to apologize to this honorable court and pre-trial services for her poor choice and unwise conduct when it comes when it came to following the court's mask mandate. As a condition of Powell's pretrial release, Chief Judge Beryl Howell ordered her to wear a mask at all times when leaving her home. However, earlier this month, she was caught on camera in a bookstore wearing a hole-ridden mesh mask that the public health experts agree would do nothing to stop the spread of the novel coronavirus. Powell's attorneys argued that it wasn't their client's intention to mock the court's order and was instead following the example of singer Lana Del Rey. Oh, it's somebody else's fault again. The party of personal responsibility. There they go again. While clearly unwise, the creation and use of the mask at issue was not designed to mock the court, or its release condition, the attorneys write. The U.S. Judge Royce Lambert last week slammed Powell for defying the court's order, and he wrote that no reasonable person could think that the defendant's mask complied with the, that condition imposed to ensure that the defendant would not pose a health risk to the safety of the community when she left the house, but that's what the MAGA morons do. They are a risk. They pose a health risk, a safety risk to, uh, to the entire community, to the country at large. It's like uh, Tucker Carlson telling people to, uh, if you see kids wearing a mask, if you see parents that have kids wearing a mask, that they should be reported to Child Protective Services. This is what Republicans do. Making a mockery and, uh, of, of the community, the civic spirit of the community connection that we need to overcome a crisis. Making a mockery, they make a mockery of the United States, of election, of, of uh, communities, of our history, of our future. Why is this bitch not in jail? See, they get to do whatever the fuck they want. She could storm the Capitol. She's the one that was directing people. If we're going to take this building... Clearly, that's who they are. Going through the motions. So, 
Wearing a mask? Oh, I'm complying with the order. But Republican, they are a danger to the community. They definitely are. Just like the, she's walking out with her, uh, with the illusion of compliance to, of the judge's order. She should be in jail. They make a mockery of everything and we let them get away with it. There's no, there's no um, accountability for them. Where's the accountability for the New York Post? Tomorrow, millions of dum-dums will continue to read it. Even though they just got caught fabricating a story. Now, you think that was the first time? Was it the first time? Or the... uh, It wasn't the first time. It wasn't the last time. It's just the next time because there will be another time so you think that how many other stories have they fabricated the woman who who left the woman who resigned tonight she says i should have pushed back that she was forced to write a false story you think that was the first time God. Oh my God. See how bad it gets. There's so much. There is so much. We have so much work to do. Guys, guys. I'm just looking at everything. I really, we really need to uh, get some more patrons and have a daily show at a set time and maybe get a producer up in this bitch. Guys, listen, listen, listen. Thank you, Richard W., for your super chat. Another great show, Tara. You're going to make, give me a big hit, Richard. Because in my head, I need you, Richard. Let's put it that way. I need you all the time to tell me Give me some positive feedback, but but fair feedback. You know, really constructive criticism. Fuck constructive criticism. I need to hear that. Thank you, Richard. And thank you again. Thank you, Haiku, for your super chat and Jim for two super chats. Thank you, Errol Thomas. Republic clowns, please accept the fact that your hero Trump is still a loser. Thank you, JD, for your super chat in pounds. Princess Tara Buster. <laughs> I love that. And thank you again, Richard. Guys, listen up. I think that's going to be... I think we'll, we'll wrap it up here. Right? Right? Right, Junior? What do you think? Wrap it up? See how cranky he is? Are you okay? That's why I was like, I thought maybe he he was sick. So I was going like this. Something's wrong. Are you okay? (gasps) Maybe he's in pain. Are you okay? He's not in pain. He's just cranky. 
What is going on with you? Are you okay? Are you okay? I think he's... I don't know what it is. I think it might be Ray. He's upset about Ray. Like it's changed him. He feels more defensive or something. Are you okay? All right. Ah, it's time for your checkup. Did you hear him? Poppy! I li Poppy says, I listened the whole time I was making a costume. That's great. The cat has a urinary infection? How do you know? Poppy? How would you know that? <laughs> Why are you saying that? Maybe he does. But he's not... Um, He's not urinating more often or anything. I don't know. I, ne I need to take him in. He gets regular medical care. Trust me. He does. I love this cat. Right. He might have just seen a picture of Ted Cruz, says Paradu. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. So I think it might be, uh, I don't know. I'm going to take him in. But I think it might be that Ray is upsetting him. He's acting a little weirder. He's been more cranky. Just a guess. Yeah, it could be. I mean, Poppy says, just a guess. But if he has a urinary tract infection, there's, there's signs. So he's, the only sign, the only thing different is that he is screaming at me all the time. He needs a cat a <laughs> You hear this? Are you okay? Talk to me, buddy. Talk to me. Will you speak English? Thank you, Paul, for your super chat. Right under the wire. Thank you, Paul. And remember to hit the, um, yeah. Terry on the on the chat says he's definitely trying to tell you something. It feels that way. Scares me. Maybe I should take him in tomorrow. For my peace of mind. What do you think? All right, that settles it. Yeah. Hmm. It is time. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It worries me. See, he was sick not too long ago. He had. He was throwing up. This was. I didn't tell you guys about it because it was nothing. And I took him to the emergency vet. This was maybe a month ago. And they did tests on him. And they found nothing. They did everything. And they said, well, maybe, you know, it's like people. He got sick. And nothing serious, thankfully. Because they took blood. They took urine. They took an x-ray. So I was relieved, but... I don't know. Here's my baby. 
All right, guys, listen up. Listen, listen, listen. You are great. You get me through the day. And I don't know. I don't know what I'd do without you. What about Francis Jr. Jr.? Does he have also have problems with Ray? No. The Errol on the chat asks. He does not. He and Francis Jr. Jr. seem they're uh, they're cool with each other. Tara Jr. Jr. on the other hand is really um, he's not he's not happy with Ray. And he, he, you know what he does? He has a spot. He sits on uh, on a chair, and there's a blanket on the chair, and he crawls under the blanket. And that started only since Ray came here. So he's, like, hiding from Ray. I think it, like, Ray has upset his, his world. But Ray is trying. He really is. He's trying to be Tara Jr.'s friend. And Tara Jr. is not having it. But I, it's gotten better, but it's not 100%, right? But I told you what the cat is saying. What is he saying? Did I miss it? He wants attention. Oh, that's true. Seriously, cats don't like it when owners are on the computer. It says Eve. That is it, really. It's like, okay, that's enough. Get offline. <laughs> that could be. You're right. Because he does seem to come over, right? Whenever we're doing the show. <laughs> that's true. I hope it's just that, you crazy cat. Look at him. He made my shirt all. Here. Yes, Ray is big now. Where is he? Ray Ray. Come here, Ray Ray. I see him, but he's not going to come over because Tara Jr.'s here. He's afraid of him. And that's the thing. Like, Ray is not challenging him in any way. Ray, if it's very funny. I should get it on video. Like, if Ray comes around the corner and Tara Jr. is sitting there, Ray will immediately fall over and roll on his back. Like, okay, I don't want any problems. So he's definitely submitted to Tara Jr.'s superiority. <laughs> He's, he doesn't want to fight. He's like, okay, Lee, I don't want to fight. You're the boss. But he's still not being friendly. And then like, he'll uh, hiss at him sometimes. They'll be walking. They'll walk by each other. And Tara Jr. will be like, And I say, stop that. But, and then I feed them next to each other, trying to only feed them right next to each other. And that seems to have helped. But, one day at a time. All right. Guys, you're the best. Thank you all for listening, for keeping me sane, for giving me hope, for listening to my cat drama my catastrophes and uh, give, you do give me hope because there's more of us than there are of them, them and we will win alright Junior that's Tara Junior for those who are listening on the podcast that's Junior rubbing his face against the microphone 
Guys, so tomorrow I'll be watching Biden's speech, of course, and we'll see what happens on f on Thursday. We'll see if I can do a show. I want to do a show whenever we can, whenever we can get together, because that's what's needed. We have so much work to do. Holy shit. All right, friends, listen up. My name is, you know it. Tara Devlin and we will win remember we're on the right side of history we're on the right side of decency dignity and democracy give the show a good review on iTunes like and subscribe hit the notification bell become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin tell your friends about the show and keep coming back. It works if you work it. So work it. You're worth it. And live it. And we will win. We stick together. We win. I will see you very soon. Wait a minute. I blew that. There we go. Boom. <laughs>